0: From the final phase electric studios. From the first step to the final phase, industrial and commercial electrical done right. Casey Hendrickson. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 953, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank RB Car Company, locations in South Bend, Warsaw, Columbia City, RBcarCompany.com. This will be the second time that we have had Tudor Dixon on the program. Tudor is running for governor as a Republican in the state of Michigan, trying to win the party's nomination to unseat Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Tudor Dixon, thank you for uh, joining us today. Appreciate the time.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me.
0: So the last time that we spoke, uh, a couple months ago, I believe, there was a lot more people in the field (laughs) <laughs> that you were competing against. And I had to ask you about this, is just like one of the remaining candidates. There's a lot of things that a lot of people have viewed as suspicious and appear to be potentially Governor Whitmer kind of outing her competition and kind of thinning the herd. And now you've survived that, but did you find anything suspicious at all about your Republican rivals in the primary? you know, not being able to be in this, uh, this election anymore, or was this their fault?
1: You know, I think there were a lot of folks out there gathering signatures and, uh, the signature, the per signature price kept going up and that just, you know, it brings out people that are willing to do bad things. And I think they just ended up in a situation where they had some bad guys, bad actors that took advantage of them. And it's very unfortunate
0: we obviously, I don't even know if you thought this was going to be one of those things where you're running for governor because Michigan has a ton of problems that obviously need to be solved. You've been on the campaign trail talking about that. We've talked about a lot of those the last time that you were here. I'm not sure that you were considering the possibility as governor of Michigan having to deal with the fallout from the Supreme Court's ruling on Roe v. Wade. But what are your thoughts there? Because this is something that now goes back to the states. Um, Gretchen Whitmer has made her opinions obviously very clear. Uh, Where do you stand on this?
1: Yeah, I think that it's very interesting, the positions that she's made clear on Roe v. Wade. She came out a couple days ago and said this decision was a pivotal policy for women to actually have careers, for women to become entrepreneurs. And I thought, wow, this is where we're going now. Women who have families can't do this. And she's supporting um, partial birth abortion. She has a, a lawsuit out there looking for partial birth abortion in the state of Michigan. And I think it's really important to focus on family at this time. This is an opportunity for companies to show what they want to have for their employees. We've seen some companies come out and say that right now in this fight, they want to support people flying to other states and pay for them to fly to other states and have abortions. And I remember a time when feminists would have said, so you don't want to support me as a mom. You only want me working at your company if I get rid of my baby. Let's start to support those companies that come out and say, we're going to pay for your health care to have a baby. We're going to give you leave to have your baby. We want you to have a family. We want you to thrive as an employee and be, to have, be a mom at home. Yeah. a family.
0: Yeah, we were talking about this at the beginning of the show today, just because there's a new article that came out. And I know that everybody's kind of brought up you know, some of the points that you just made. It's like, well, why don't they support adoption services? And obviously it's cheaper for your female employees to go ahead and get an abortion. But the other thing that came up is none of these companies that have offered to pay all of this money to have somebody travel to another state to get an abortion. None of them appear to have any kind of policy. And the Daily Caller reached out to 14 of these corporations to help their employees get baby formula
1: that's a very valid point uh, how about childcare during the day how about we have some of these companies well, i mean as as governor what- I would say, you know, it's worth looking at companies and saying, can we incentivize companies to do things for family rather than to to be um, weaponized against family? And I I think that's an important thing, an important step to take in society, especially in a land where we have freedoms that we love. Let's also embrace moms that can have careers.
0: You know, when you go to your website, TudorDixon.com, you've got a big blue box there that says Forging a Family-Friendly Michigan. What does that mean to you?
1: Well, that means a few different things because the state of Michigan right now, the latest reporting that has come out says that the state of Michigan is headed by 2030 to be the bottom in the bottom five states of the nation for education. So that means making sure that we get education back on track. And part of that is really our kids have gone through a once-in-a-generation crisis with COVID. So how do we make sure we get them back on track? Let's make sure that they have the tutoring that they need. We get them back on track, but we also get parents involved in education and parents can make decisions regarding their child's education. And then we need to look at public safety. We have some of the most dangerous cities in the country. So how do we make sure that we focus on public safety? Because we need to bring people to Michigan, like you said, family friendly. And we want to bring families to Michigan. Families look at education and ratings of the schools. They look at the ratings of public safety and they want it to be affordable. So let's make Michigan more affordable and then on top of that we want businesses to thrive here and right now this government is attacking business no matter what business you're in you're overregulated, or you have agencies in there trying to get you with a fine a citation or another tax and we want to change that in the state of michigan we want to make it customer service friendly to our businesses and bring back that family flair
0: and speaking of of education just a couple of weeks ago Governor Whitmer was out there basically pushing a plan to limit school choice again. Now we're we're right back in this old argument. Do we protect unions and keep kids in failing schools, or do we allow parents to have the choice of putting their kid in a school that is, you know, potentially a much better option for them? I Last year I had one kid in private, one kid in public, and I can tell you the difference between private and public has been astronomical just from a parental standpoint— because in private school I got a I got a note at the beginning of the week and the end of the week on what my kid was going to learn, what my kid did learn, and how I could support them at home. I got none of that from public school. So the older kid is now going to private school next year. But with Governor Whitmer now attacking school choice, what's your strategy as as governor coming into the governor's mansion for school choice in the state of Michigan? Well, we have
1: a big On this one, too. When you look at what happened with a case out of Maine coming out and saying that money can go to religious schools. And that's something that we would love to see in the state of Michigan as well. We have the Let My Kids Learn petition that's out right now. So important for people to sign that because that would allow those corporate tax credits that the legislature already passed to go through, and then that would that's another option to give parents choice. We want to make sure that we have a a strong public system, but a strong choice system as well. And we've seen that in other states. When you look at the state of Florida, they used to be the bottom ten in education. They created a choice program and now education public and private is thriving and they in the top 10 in the nation we can do this in michigan and now is the time
0: one of the things with education too is potential scholarships for athletes and with the transgender issue continuing to ramp up in this country and potentially some major supreme court cases and things like that in the next couple of years what's your stance on biological males who identify as female competing in girls athletics we just had the anniversary of title nine 50 years of title nine and it Almost seems like we might be going backwards.
1: Yeah, we've seen a recent decision on the world stage saying, you know what, we're not going to have someone that is biologically a different gender competing against women. And I think that's the right choice. We know that that's not fair, that there are advantages. We as women have worked really hard to get where we are. I mean, this is similar to working moms, you know, working moms have worked really hard to say, hey, we have a place in society. It's the same with women in sports. I remember not too long ago when there weren't even soccer teams for women. so let's not kick women out of sports again. Let's not minimize women. We have to make sure there's always a place for our girls.
0: You mentioned as a part of that forging a family-friendly Michigan, and again, we're talking with gubernatorial candidate Tudor Dixon running for the Republican nomination in Michigan. Uh, You talked about that family-friendly Michigan and part of that being safe cities and how Michigan has some of the most dangerous cities. I assume that um, part of that is Detroit, certainly, um, some of the most dangerous cities in the country. Law enforcement has been under attack for the past Several years. Um, Gretchen Whitmer herself, she went out uh, during the pandemic and she protested with BLM protests. And she, you know, put her hands up. She said, hands up, don't shoot, which, of course, is based off of a lie, something that never actually happened. So even officers in Michigan feel like they don't have the support of their governor. As governor of Michigan, Tudor, what would you like to do for law enforcement, help improve the safety of those cities? And how can law enforcement officers in the state of Michigan look to you as their potential candidate?
1: Yeah, I think especially in the state of Michigan, police officers feel like this culture of defund the police has become really strong, especially when you see elected officials coming out and, like you said, marching alongside folks that are calling to defund the police. And we've actually just last week we had the Police Officers Association of Michigan come out and endorse our campaign. So we feel really blessed that we've had the opportunity to sit down and talk to our police officers and hear what they need. And they they really want support. They want to have a government that supports them so that they can recruit more people into the state. That's what we need so desperately. So many of our police departments are short police officers, and there's no reason that we need to be short police officers. But they need to know that they're supported, and they need to know that the funding is there for their departments and that's what we're going to make sure they are they are supported they know that they feel that and they have the funding they need
0: now i'll go with the opposite question there because for many years before defund the police there was obviously some concern for many about militarization of the police where do you stand on on those types of issues and and police departments getting military equipment that maybe they don't need sometimes they do need it um, sometimes maybe they don't and sometimes that actually ends up costing the taxpayer where do you stand on that issue
1: i think we have to of anything new, but right now when I talk to police officers, they're saying right now some of our departments have $125 a year for training. We want our guys to have the training they need to be out on the streets, to be able to confront people. They're getting ambushed by guys out on the street, and we want them to feel safe, and we want them to feel that they have the backup. So I think that discussion has completely changed just to let sure they have the tools they need, they absolutely need, the support they need, and the backup they need.
0: All right, Tudor, how can people support their your campaign?
1: Please check us out at TudorDixon.com. That's T-U-D-O-R-D-I-X-O-N.com. We'd love to have you
0: join our team. Tudor Dixon for governor, again, running for the Republican nomination to be governor in Michigan. Tudor, thank you so much for the time. Great having you back on the show. Thank you. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Tudor Dixon. And again, we have had um, some other people ask us to get the other candidates on. Uh, Tudor Dixon has come on the show a couple of times, so definitely check her out. TudorDixon.com, T-U-D-O-R-D-I-X-O-N.com. You can learn about all of her positions on issues, press releases, follow her on social media, and more. Again, TudorDixon.com. want to thank Tudor Dixon and her campaign for reaching out to us again to get her on the program this week. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Casey Hendrickson, 95.3 MNC. This hour's business spotlight is on Prime Table Restaurant in Niles. Over 29 years of great food and exceptional service. The Prime Table on 11th Street in Niles.